monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Clear your throat like that into the microphone. Nobody wants to hear. It. Seriously, that's not. You haven't pleasant. started recording yet. Yeah, I have. Doing no. <laughs> Hello and welcome to. No, the... I quit. You better can't start quit. Over. Stop yelling. Start Get your over. hand off the microphone. Okay, I started over. Hello and welcome. You lied. You didn't start it over. Please. We call this warts and all. Just go with the flow. Hello and welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast, episode twenty-four. Uh, I am the creature, so Joey G, mean. and I am so mean. And with me is the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Don't Nicole. Don't you mean grossest? Because that's what everyone has heard me do. You're also the grossest, but you're also the cutest. You're both. You're gross in a cute way. I'm happy. Th- There's lots of people who are gross in cute ways. Um, bulldogs? Well, bulldogs are cute. You're like a bulldog. I'm not like a bulldog. Well, you're a little bit like a bulldog. I don't want to be a bulldog. Well, stop being so disgusting, dear. You, you need to warn me before you push record. No, that's how we capture this gold. <laughs> well, when I say, it's... are you ready, like, eight times, and you're just like, nah, 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 Like, fucking get ready when I sit down to do this. You just, like, drag your heels. It's like when we have to go somewhere, and I'm waiting, and you put in, you have, like, 600 laces on your shoes to put up. It takes me less than 30 seconds to put on my Those shoes. Those, like, fucking knee-high converse wait. you have? Those are ridiculous. We're going to max, and it takes you 25 minutes to put your shoes on. You and Peter timed me with those shoes. It took me less than a minute. You can't wait less than a minute for me to put on my well, shoes. Well, considering it takes me less than a second to put on my shoes. A minute! Less than a minute! What if there was a fire and we had to get out quickly? Then I would choose different shoes. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, no, I have to look my best for the hot firefighters. Oh, I would look good for the hot firefighters. Ain't nobody want to get all up in a pregnant lady. Oh. <laughs> so as long as the house burns down after the baby's born, we're good? Yep. All right. Well, like I was saying, welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, Joey G, the creature, and the grossest slash cutest podcaster in town, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm just peachy. You're saying that through gritted teeth. Ugh. I think you're cute. You, embar- you made me embarrassed. Did I? You embarrass yourself. Next time, I'm hitting record. The no, button. you aren't. You don't know how to run any of this stuff. Just, this is a very complicated panel I have here. Well, next time, I'm running it. Fine, and you can also edit it, cut it, upload it, post it, write up all no, the write-ups no, for it. No, no, no. I just want to hit record. You want to just click the button? Yeah. Can You're I... like a little child. Yeah. Like, I want to click the button in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, if we take any elevators, you can handle that. This week, it was your pick, too. Yes. And you picked a movie that was called The Jeffrey Dahmer Files from 2012. I did. Do you know who directed it? No. See, these are all the reasons you need me. So I can do the research. Chris James (laughs) Thompson. To embarrass me? Chris James Thompson directed this documentary called The Jeffrey Dahmer Files from 2012. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to the trailer. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Love you. Oh, here's the trailer. Hey, here to pick up my barrel. Oh, all right. You, uh, You have your car here? No. Police in Wisconsin this morning are investigating a grisly discovery in a Milwaukee apartment. Dahmer was saved. Lots of dismembered body parts. 
As soon as you walked in there, you could smell that funky, putrid smell of death. In the refrigerator was a severed human head with the eyes and the mouth open like, like this. He didn't have too many friends in the building, but he was kind-hearted to people. You know, he would share what he had. If someone asked you to write a horror story, this would be some of the stuff that you would write. The best way I can describe it is that we were dismantling someone's museum. In a closet, there were some human hands and male genitalia. We had seven skulls, five skeletons. There was so much evidence that it was hard to understand and put everything into perspective. You have people like me who was befriending you. I have eaten a sandwich from you. I have probably eaten someone's body part. I have to start eating at home more. I felt bad for him, and I felt bad that I felt bad for him, right? Like, why do I have empathy for this guy? And he said to me, when I tell you what I'm going to tell you, you'll be famous. If you don't feed them often enough, they will eat each other. So there was the trailer for 2012's The Jeffrey Dahmer Files. Nicole, would you like me to uh, just set up the movie a little bit? Yeah. Before we discuss it? So The Jeffrey Dahmer Files is a documentary uh, which uses archival footage, interviews with a couple of people, and uh, also fictionalized reenactments to tell the story of some of the people who were with around Jeffrey Dahmer during the summer of his arrest in 1991. It focuses mostly on the... Night of his arrest. Right, and it focuses mainly on um, Pamela Bass, who is the neighbor of Jeffrey right. Dahmer. And a friend. And, yep, and Jeffrey Jensen, who was the real medical examiner who dealt with the case. And Pat Kennedy, who was the primary detective on the case. He and, was the one who interviewed him, right? Yeah, he was the main detective on the Dahmer He got case. the confession out of Dahmer. Right, right. So he was the one who did most of the police work once they had already picked up Dahmer. Uh, so, like I said, the film it mixes... Um, some of his interviews focusing on the arrest itself and some of the events surrounding it and its impact on the people surrounding it, uh, as well as intercut with reenactments of Dahmer himself and some of the things he was doing. Or what they, I guess, thought he was doing. Right. So my question like to you, Nicole, piranhas. did you find this film uh, fascinating or uh, and did, did all the different devices that it used work for you to tell you the story or did you find it lacking um kind of both because i really didn't know anything about jeffrey Dahmer other than he was a serial killer um i like how much detail it went into about the night of his arrest and what they were finding the sequence of events leading up to uncovering everything in his apartment and what was happening while he was in custody um, at the same time but i didn't like the reenactments at all. They were so bad. <laughs> they made they didn't make the movie. They kind of detracted from the movie because it was kind of opposite of what they were saying Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer was, who was a smart person who who blended into society. The reenactments were like obviously this creepy dude 
Yeah, that was one thing I found too. Like in particular, weird. when we spoke with Pamela Bast, who was the neighbor, she talked a lot about how uh, he was friendly, and they would sit and chat and have you know, beers and whatnot, and just together. the fact that he seemed like a relatively normal guy. And I thought that those reenactments were the most were very cliche. And the, he the, he looked like a creepier version of Kip. From Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, this movie is really short to begin with. It's only 76 minutes long. And I think there's probably at least 20 minutes worth of reenactments. I think that's probably, maybe even more. But it, I think it, it was less no, than that. No, 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 no. The first 10 minutes of the movie are completely, remember, it's um, him in the fish store? Like, yeah. And there's a lot of them, and some of them are long cuts. I bet you there's at least 20 minutes, I would say. I don't know for sure, but I think that there's probably at least 20 minutes worth of the, okay. of the reenactments. And so without that, let's say, it's, let's go with the 20-minute number... And minus the credit sequence, and we're looking at only 15 minutes left of, of movie. And I'm sure there's more <laughs> that you could do. It felt like they made this documentary, interviewed these people, and were like, we don't have enough movie. We need to make more movie. <laughs> and then they put together these reenactments that looked like they were made by people who knew nothing about Jeffrey Dahmer in the case. Yeah. Like if the interviews were talking about how he was, he didn't come across as a creepy serial killer on first glance... Why would the reenactments show him being or the creepiest, obvious serial killer ever? Not even at first glance, because this woman, and what's her name? Pamela Bass. Pamela, obviously, she got to know him. Like she mm-hmm. became, they weren't like best friends, but they were very friendly. And she said the night of his arrest, she could she poked her head out, could see a struggle, and mm-hmm. she it freaked out. She didn't think she just couldn't believe that he would have done anything wrong. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, because I think you actually like this movie a little, a little bit more than I did. I don't think it worked. It worked even... The parts of it that didn't work for you worked even less for me, and the parts that worked for you didn't work very well for me either. You didn't um, like the interviews? I thought the interviews were okay, but to hang the entire movie around them? Like, if those were interviews that were given in support of a much better film about Jeffrey Dahmer, an actual documentary about Dahmer and about the case, fine. But these felt like little cutaways in like an A&E special on like a 45 minute A&E special on the arrest and so they would cut away to these interesting-ish people but to, to hang the whole film around them no and it, like it, this is a really thin movie I really liked that I really liked no, 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 I don't think it was thin but I really liked that it was so focused on just that one night and the events and it and it was really focused with the three interviews I think if you had added more to it it would have detracted from how like amazing that that kind of discovery was. But those three interviews weren't that interesting. The medical examiner is not interesting at all. He's just saying like, yeah, this is how we did the medical examination. There's, no, I mean, the the character of Pat, he's or the the man himself, Pat Kennedy, is a bit more interesting because they talk a little bit more about his personal life and uh, some stuff like that. But again, not enough to make to really grab you. And all the stuff he's saying would be good in an actual documentary about Dahmer, but in this sort of flimsy at best A&E special they just feel kind of pointless and frankly the Pamela Bass stuff not interesting at all she comes across as a real sad sack like poor poor me and and like you hear a lot about some of the I just didn't get anything from her that I thought was interesting like I like that they had her in it because it was the other side of him the other people the other two interviewees only knew him as the killer as a killer after the arrest she knew him as a friend so I like that it added something different to the film I guess when I try to look at the movie I don't think I quite see what exactly the movie was trying to what story the movie was trying to tell 
are they trying to give you a background about Jeffrey Dahmer? Are they trying to give you an idea of how it affected the people around him? Are they trying to do a documentary about the night of his arrest? Like, what is the focus of this documentary? It's really unfocused for being so short. I thought so it short. was really focused. It was mostly... But what is it about then? Mostly focused on the night of his arrest. But if that's the case, then they did a really poor job because they don't talk that much about the night yes, of his arrest. Yes, they do. The whole... Almost, no, no, the, no. Almost the whole movie is about the night of... The Only the one part with Pat Kennedy when he's talking about him doing the interview... And then he was just saying, I go out in the hallway, and then the other cops came in and said, we found this, 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 and this. But they don't talk about why. They don't say why they were called to the house. They don't say what they did when they got there. They don't say how the arrest went down. They don't say why they started looking around. They don't explain anything. They just say they showed up in the arrest of this guy, and then Pat has to interview him. But they don't. And then they said, oh, we found a head. And then they started to say, oh, we found some other stuff. But if it's about the night of the arrest, they don't talk much about the arrest. They talk a lot about this conversation that Pat has with Jeffrey. That, that happened the night of his arrest. Okay, but uh, presumably some other things happened, like the actual arrest and the investigation and them finding the things in the house and taking them out and dealing with it. They, they spent a lot of they time spent, talking they, about that. No, they did not. Yes, they just they did. No, all that happened was Pat Kennedy says to Jeffrey, he says, and I told Jeff that I'm going to go get some coffee, and I went out and the captain came over and said, we found this, 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 and this. There's more. And I said, oh boy. And I went in and I said, Jeffrey, we found more stuff. And Jeffrey said, okay, I'll tell you the rest. I don't think like, that's how really. his voice sounded. No, it's not. But I'm just saying that was that was what they did. They didn't explain anything. So if the movie is meant to be about the night of his arrest, then it doesn't do a very good job. Yeah, it doesn't they, go into enough detail. They did. They talked about going into the apartment. After they found the head in the freezer, they went to that the freezer medical examiner says the they found a freezer. Room. And then the talks were going down the hall and seeing stuff in the closet. And I think it went into lots of detail. No, and how they brought that stuff out one by one. And they had to call some those specialists in because there was a barrel of chemicals in it. They weren't sure what yeah, it was. Yeah, they spent 10 minutes talking about this hazmat team that had to come in. But they don't explain anything what, what anything has to do with anything. They just said, oh yeah, and they hauled this barrel out, which they spent five minutes showing him buy a barrel, which was stupid. Well, that was the... Yeah, so like the medical examiner who is... I'm sure he's an interesting guy. He's a really boring speaker. He's just like, and then they went in with the hazmat team and they carried this barrel and they did a good job, those boys. Like, that's <laughs> what they said about that. it, right? So they did a really good job, those boys, because this was outside what they would normally do. And I was like, okay. But I think they went into plenty of detail about the no. apartment and what they found. Okay, well, I, I don't agree. So and if... they did talk about why they were there. No, they didn't. Why? Why did the police go to Jeffrey, Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's house? Because... Someone called them saying that uh, someone with a butcher knife attacked them. Uh, the guy got away. So you're so they mention that like in a footnote at the end where they say because he tried to he was in a hotel with somebody else. That's the only reason they mentioned that the police were there. They don't talk about Jeffrey Dahmer's life. They, they don't talk about where he came he from was, or what he was doing. Why they were called at the very end, like in, offhand, they don't. Introduce the case. They don't introduce. The I know, but I'm calling you out because you said they don't say it at I'm all. I'm calling you out do. because you were giving this bad movie a lot of credit that it doesn't deserve. It I doesn't learned earn. a lot. I learned How a lot. They went into so much detail about that night. This is. A, I felt like I was there. Really? Yeah. You were. I oh, could okay, have been I did a, not have that reaction to this wall. movie. I definitely didn't feel like I was a fly on the wall. The only part of the movie that I could argue maybe I felt a little bit like a fly on the wall would have been in the interrogation room where Pat's talking about his conversation with Dahmer, but I did not have the same reaction to this movie that you did. I did, for sure. At all. You had the same reaction that you did to this movie? That's good. No, I, I, I really... 
I really felt like a fly on the wall the whole time. Okay, I, I felt like definitely not. I think this is one of the worst documentaries I've seen. You're just being so dramatic. <laughs> I'm though. not being dramatic. I'm saying that this was not only is it a boring film that is very thin, but it's very poorly done as well. Like the filmmaking is boring and empty and thin. It's just poorly crafted. The structure is all over the place. I have no idea what we're supposed to be focusing on in this movie because they don't do a good job of talking about anything. Even the parts that they spend more time talking about, I don't think that they do a very good job or spend enough time talking about certain aspects to really give you any idea of what it is they're trying to talk about. I think you're so wrong. They were so focused on that one night and then the aftermath of it with the building getting um, torn down, condemned. Is that the word? Yeah, it was torn down, which I also thought was funny that they spent. They just mentioned that as well. I don't understand why they would condemn the building because, because nobody wanted to live lived. there. But no, there was people. One guy. Didn't One guy who didn't leave. want to leave. Nobody else would move in there, so the landlords were going to knock it over. Oh. See, maybe if they'd actually spent five seconds talking about it, you'd actually know. So you're left with all these questions. You're like, I wonder why that happened. Too bad they didn't spend. In a 76 minute movie, it's not like they didn't have time to go into more detail. They they could have done without the fake footage or the what, what do you yeah call? the reenactment the reenactment forty five minute movie and they could have added more to it and they could have spent less time with Pamela for sure I, I they spent Pamela. a lot of time with her though I don't I didn't dislike her but I thought they spent way more time with her than she merited because she wasn't that interesting she was someone who lived across the hall from Jeffrey Dahmer and had a couple beers with him and they spent a lot of time talking about her breakdown and how she tries to blame her own personal life's problems on living next to Jeffrey Dahmer. About like all her problems with alcoholism. She did stuff. victimize herself a yeah, little bit. I mean and of course, but yeah anyway. Well, it sounds like you had a stronger reaction to this movie than I did, and that's fine. Well, I uh, thought it was really interesting and I learned a lot. Good. Okay, so if you're gonna give it a score out of ten? I give it a Seven out of ten. Okay, and I'm going to have to go and say this is a two out of ten for me. This is a one-star movie. I I would uh, I hate to be that guy, but I would recommend you stay clear <laughs> of this movie. Don't bother. There's the, got to be a better movie out there the about Jeffrey Dahmer. The were pretty laugh out loud for me. I thought. Yeah. But there's the thing. Like, So you're giving this... I mean, not, I'm not going to try and change your score, but I'm saying you're giving this a 7 out of 10. So like 70% is what you would yeah. give this. Yeah. But if according to our math, if the movie is 70 minutes... And there's at least 20 that are the reenactment. These said 20 minutes are completely horrible. Yeah. Okay, so that means that that's probably more than 30% of the movie. No. I'm not good at math, Joey. Neither am I. So I say, I still say... No, it's probably less than 30%. No. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not a good movie. Anyway, I'll give it a two. I, I, I say avoid this movie like the plague. I say watch it but, and ignore the reenactments. I, I, I can't fathom how you can recommend a movie that you have to tell someone to ignore whole chunks of it. How can it be a good because movie that they should I see if you have so to say just ignore it. how bad a whole third of the movie is? Yeah. I can't. I mean, but that means still, 7 out of 10 for a movie that you're telling people to ignore a third of it? I think I'm getting, <laughs> you're getting caught up in the math, Joey. I am getting caught up in the math, but I'm more caught up in how bad that movie was. Anyway. No, you, you, I think you, people will like the interviews. I don't think they will. But see for yourself, and if you see the movie and would like to let us know what you think, send us an email at joeyabrideofcreature.com. 
like the past has shown us that I'm more of a people person than you, and I know more about people than you. Weirdly enough, from the conversations I've had with people, they tend to fall more in line with my ratings than yours. <laughs> you talk to two people, Joey. And they agree more with me than with you. Just okay. saying. Yay, anyway, you, you are two people. Anyway, you got behind you. Well, anyway, once again, I proved that I'm the the person who, without whom, this podcast couldn't go because I did some work. Nicole, I came up with a would you rather. <gasps> yeah, you did. that's right. That's right. You want your stupid quit. segment, and I because I love you, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do this for her. Shut up. <laughs> are you ready to play? Would you rather? <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Thank you. All right. Would you rather? Open a refrigerator and find a severed head and have to deal with it. Okay. Or eat a sandwich and discover later, but never knowing for sure whether you ate a person or not. Because at one point, Pamela makes a comment about oh, how, yeah. I accepted a sandwich from you. And I, I probably ate a human people. being. How dare you? And I'm like, oh, God. She's not Southern. I'm not, she's not Southern. I'm not sure why we did that voice. So would you rather not know for sure, but think there's a possibility you ate human flesh or discover a human head in a refrigerator. I would way rather discover a human head in the fridge. Yeah? Is it my fridge? How did it get there? It's a fridge. It doesn't matter. <laughs> where. I didn't decide that. I would way rather. You also have to deal with it. Yeah, I could deal with it. You could deal with a severed human head rather than no not problem. know for sure if you Easy ate a sandwich. Peasy. It tasted fine. The sandwich tastes fine. No, but not knowing. I couldn't. Like living with not knowing. I well, what couldn't. do you think would happen to you if you accidentally ate human flesh? What, what would happen to you? I don't know. Nothing would happen to you at all. It'd be scary. Why? I don't want to eat people. Well, the person was already dead. I don't want to be a cannibal. But you don't... You Well, you're not a cannibal. Yes, if you eat people, you're a cannibal. Yeah, but typically, like, I would say a cannibal is deciding to go and eat somebody. It's not like it... I mean, if somebody was forced to eat human flesh, would that make them a cannibal? Yes. No. Yes. By definition, so. you eat people. Yeah, but you don't eat people. You ate a people by yeah. accident. That's not the same. I don't think you could say this person is a cannibal because somebody forced them to eat a sandwich that had some human meat in it. I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I'd be rather discover the, the head and like it be in the newspaper. And no, but you have to deal with that head. Yeah. You can't just like call the cops and be like, "Come get this head." You have to deal with it. I could deal with it. What are you going to do with it? I'd like. I'd like take my shirt and like wrap it around my hands and then I'd grab the head. Why wouldn't you just go grab rubber gloves? We have fucking rubber gloves in the house. I didn't know. I thought I was thinking maybe this was a dump yard or something. Why are you in a dump yard? Oh, well, because it's fun to go through junk. Right? No. Yeah. Have like, you ever been to the dump? Well, no, but I've been to junkyards before. Well, we're not talking about a junk. Junkyard is where they keep like old cars. There's no fridges in the <laughs> junkyard. What are you talking about? Well, I could go dumpster diving for my art. So you're going to go to the well. dump and look for a fridge? Yeah. I'm, you're driving yourself because I ain't going. What if I was doing some weird art project? Then you can drive. I'm not going to the fucking dump. I didn't ask you to come to the dump. Right. So you're driving yourself is what I'm saying. I'll find friends who want to Nobody come to the dump. Nobody wants to go to the dump. I have art friends who would love to go to the dump. Really? You have art friends? Art You friends. don't talk to a single person from art school. That's not true. You are always talking about how shitty art school is. And I'm not just talking about art school people. I have friends who are artists. Yeah, they're not going to go to the dump with you. They would go to the dump They would not. The they dump would be so smells it. like shit. I would eat the sandwich. Ew, Because I wouldn't know if it was a person for sure, but even if it was, Whatever. I'll try anything once. Ew, Joey, that's so gross. I don't want to have to deal with a fucking head. And then every time you close your eyes, you're going to see this, like, fucking head with its face. <laughs> your jaw just cracked. It's going to haunt your fucking dreams. Joey's jaw just cracked making a dead person face. Anyway, I would eat the sandwich. Because maybe you are maybe you got lucky. Maybe there isn't a head in it. 
But you never would know. So? Could you live with that? Why not? Ugh. Yeah, you're, you're basically a cannibal for answering that that way. I that's the case. I'm not going to like go out of my way to order a person's sandwich. But if someone gave me a sandwich and later on I found out that person was a cannibal and there's a possibility that that may have had person meat in it, I'd be like, eh. Do you think Dobber gave Pamela a person sandwich? A person no, because I think if I'm him and I want to kill people and eat them, I'm not going to like share it. I don't even like sharing jerky with people. I don't think he would either. I could just go buy jerky. Why would he force that on someone else? Was this him that was likes crazy it? Nicole. No, he wasn't. He was sane. He was found sane. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. which just means that he was in, he was responsible for his actions in a legal sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're gonna move on to uh, a game. I, I look forward to you losing it because I feel like you deserve to lose it after liking this movie. <laughs> You're such a dick. Am sometimes. I? Sometimes. Oh, only sometimes I can live with that. All right, Nicole. The following is based on a true story. I'm going to explain the rules to you because, after all, up here, a little, uh, little slow on the uptake there. You're not helping your case, say no. I don't have a case. I don't need to suck up. I'm a man. You, you know, you know, just as well as I do, as soon as this is over and you turn it off, you're going to become sorry I love you. That's not likely. That doesn't sound like me at all. Yes, it I does. do love you, but I'm not sorry. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give you four movies and their synopsis. Shut up, Bender! You fucking lunatic. Thanks for not slurping this week, though, bud. Shut up! Don't swear at him. He's a little Fuck angel. He's, he's not. He's a dickhead. Look, Listen he's to just him. protecting us. From what? What is he protecting us from? The wind. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> thank you, Bender. I'm going to give you four movies and their synopses. However, one of them is a big, fat, phony. And you have to use your skill and judgment to determine which is the big, fat, phony. You already know I have no skill Do you understand, judgment. Nicole? You have no skill and you have no judgment because you married me up here. It's about time you burned yourself. Whatever. I'll burn you. Uh, <gasps> Did you hear that? He's threatening me. You're watching too many horror movies. I actually haven't been watching that many lately. Um, we watch one every week for Yeah, the one podcast. a week. And I'll probably watch ten other movies that aren't horror lately. Just because I'm trying to catch it. Never mind. It doesn't matter. This has nothing to do with anything. Are you ready to play the following based on a true story? You know it. Nicole, what was that? My throat got caught. The following <laughs> is based on a true story. Film number one. The Devil Doll. Lionel Barrymore That's escapes true. from Devil's Island and twists a scientist's philanthropic plan to shrink humanity and thus solve world hunger by exerting mind control over miniature people. Why uh, do you think that's true? Why are they miniature? Because he's going to shrink... Jesus Christ, listen to the fucking thing. It just says he's going to shrink humanity. I thought it was metaphorical. No, he's going to make them tiny. Oh. Why do you think that one's real all of a sudden? Like, I was halfway through it and you're like, that's a real one. I've heard the title before. The Devil Doll? Yeah. You don't think it's possible that there's more than one movie called Devil Doll? You can't make up a fake movie based on a real movie title. That's too confusing. Why wouldn't... Maybe I didn't know there was a movie called Devil Doll. Maybe I didn't make it up. Who knows? Follow number two. It's alive. The Davies are expecting a baby, which turns out to be a monster with a nasty habit of killing people when it's scared, and it's easily scared. Oh, Killer baby. That sounds adorable. Film number three. Uncle Boonmi, who can recall his past lives. The film centers on the last days in the life of its title character, together with his loved ones, including the spirit of his dead wife and his lost son, who has returned in a non-human form. Uncle Boonmi dis- explores his past lives as he contemplates the reasons for his illness. And lastly, film number four. I found out when you were talking about that one. I figured you would because you are not a good podcaster. 
You're the cutest podcaster in town, but you are not attentive. Wake up. <laughs> Fellow number four walks like a man. Bigfoot hunters, while searching through a remote forest, discover a creature that begins hunting them, a chupacabra. Is Bigfoot their only hope for survival? Take a twist. You see, so Bigfoot saves them from the chupacabra. So is it film number one, Devil Doll, which you are so sure exists? No. Is it film number two, It's Alive, about the crazy evil baby who wants to kill people? Is it Uncle Boon Me who can recall his past lives? Or is it film number four, Walks Like a Man, Bigfoot Hunters versus Chupacabra, only to be saved by Bigfoot himself? Well, I don't, I don't know what number three because they stop listening the film's about the last days in the life of Uncle Boon Mi, who together with his loved ones, including the spirit of his dead wife and his lost son, who has returned in a non-human form, he explores his past lives as he contemplates the reasons for his illness. That sounds so boring. Did you make that one up? If I told you, wouldn't <laughs> that kind of spoil the game? Okay, I think the first two are real. You think the devil doll and it's alive are real? Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to see them. Okay, so you think either Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past lives, or Walks Like a Man are fake? I think Walks Like a Man is fake, because you like Bigfoot a lot. Well, I also like uh, baby killers. Or babies who kill no, people. No, it's the Bigfoot Or one. mad scientists who shrink people. Bigfoot. Or weird... So is that your final answer? Walks Like a Man is a, is a fake movie? Mm-hmm. All right, well... Nicole, It's Alive is a real movie. I knew it. Oh, you knew it, yeah. That's a pretty famous one. Have you ever, it's pretty good. It's from the 70s, I think, about this like baby who kills people. Uh, number Film number one, The Devil Doll, is a real movie. I knew it. But there's no way you've heard of it. It's from 1936. I've heard of Devil no, you Doll. you haven't. Actually, though, the, the actor in it is Drew Barrymore's great uncle. Whoa. Yeah. He's probably better than her. I can't stand Drew Barrymore. I bet she can't stand you either. Fucker. Nicole, Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past lives, is a real movie, but it's a really awesome movie. And the fact that you're just like, that sounds boring, just makes it me want to like punch you in the eyes. It sounds like a Christmas carol. It's not like a Christmas carol, first of all. It does sound like, like a Christmas carol. It doesn't sound like that. It's Korean, I think. It's exactly like a Christmas Actually, carol. Actually, it might be Thai. I can't remember. Don't want to see it. Well, you're going to have to because I want to watch it. Nope. You have to watch movies with me. I've watched all kinds of stupid things with you. I've watched all kinds of stupid things with you. Yeah, but you have to continue to do so. You're my (laughs) wife. You're the worst. You are, you know. I don't think so. It doesn't matter what you think. Um, (laughs) I'm just trying to look up what country it's from because it's bothering me now. So I won? Just a second. Oh, yeah, it's Thailand, yeah. Which means that, yes, Nicole, walks like a man is, in fact, a product of my imagination. Ah, I won! I'm not surprised you didn't get that because it's kind of, it's basically the plot of that short film that I wrote, remember, about the zombies and Bigfoot? Yeah. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Is that why you got it? No. That didn't occur to you? No, because I really okay. thought the first three were real. Okay, so it was a case of I didn't make the uh, real ones sound fake enough? I won. It doesn't you matter. Won. You got it Why? right. Yeah. I won. Boy, you had a good week. You got. You made us watch a bad movie, and you won the game. I was a good movie. You're you were a good movie. Stain. I'm not a poo stain. Well, then I guess that means that there's only one consolation prize for me, and that is You're that I get to choose the next one, movie. You're gonna pick a boring one, aren't you? I, I, I honestly don't think I could pick a more boring movie. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? But because you've been so bratty, we're going to I'm watch. Not bratty. You're a little bratty. The movie we're watching next week, we're going back in time, Nicole. We're doing we're going back further than we've ever gone back before. Going, Prior to this Are we going in the TARDIS? Sure. Yay. Prior to this, the furthest back we've gone was nineteen thirty two for Frankenstein. Right. 
We're going 10 years earlier, 1922, into the golden age of silent cinema. We're watching a silent film, another documentary. And what? But it's also... Wait till you see some of the pictures, Nicole. I think it's going to freak you out. You're killing me. I don't care. We are watching 1922, Haksan, Witchcraft Through the Ages, directed by Benjamin Christensen. So not only is it a silent movie, it's a documentary silent movie? Yeah. And you know what else? It's made in Sweden. <laughs> it's a Swedish silent documentary film. It's really famous. Look. Look at this image right here and tell me that this doesn't look cool. Hang on. i can find a better one. Look at this picture that's loading very slowly. Right? Doesn't that look scary? It looks cool. Yeah, so stop whining. But you it's had, great. like, a silent film would have been cool. Yeah. But the fact that it's a documentary sounds so boring. Well, how about you watch it first? It's a historical view of witchcraft in seven parts and filmed in a variety of styles. First, there's a slideshow alternating intertitles with drawings to illustrate the behavior of pagan cultures. Then there's a dramatization of the situation of the witches in the Middle Ages, witchcraft and witch hunts. And then there's the comparison of the behavior of hysteria in contemporary women with the behavior of the witches in Middle Ages. It's going to be great. My eyes are closed already. Uh, Well, that's fine. But it's going to be great. It's going to be really good. I'm really excited. I've been wanting to see this movie ever since, like... How long is it? It's 87 minutes, so it's only a little bit longer than your crappy Dahmer movie. Let me tell you this, though. Here's some background about why I'm excited to see this movie. Probably a good 10 years ago now, I got this book called A Thousand and One Movies You Need to See Before You Die. Right. And uh, I I I still have it. It's beaten all the hell now, but it's sitting on the coffee table, and I flip through it all the time. And from the first time I opened that book and I saw that image that I just showed you from this film, I've wanted to see it because it looked so freaky, and that picture just completely captured my imagination. So I've been wanting to see this forever, and now you're ruining my excitement. You ruined my excitement about most things, so... That's not true. That's so true. Why are you being like this? Why Why are you you like this? Why are you being like this? I'm not being like anything. That's it. I'm done. I'm ending the show because this sucks. No. You, I have to go. I have to go. We have to turn off the mic so I can beat her and it can't be used in court. He's turning it off so he can make up with me. I'm going to ravish you. <laughs> no. Yeah, I probably won't. Actually, I'm turning it off so we can go get some wings. I'm hungry. Woohoo. So, yes, tune in next week. And I think Hakson is actually on Netflix. So maybe you can check it out if you're interested. I think it's on Netflix. I have a DVD. But How I think do it's on you Netflix. spell that? H A X A N. But there's like an umlaut over the A. Yeah, so it's going to be great. Benjamin Christensen's Haxon. So right. we'll I'm open-minded. It. No, you're not, but we'll totally watch it next week, and we'll be back with our review. More open-minded than you are. I don't think that's true. I really don't. I watch everything. More open-minded than you are. You couldn't be less open-minded. You mean, No, open-minded, not empty-minded. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> that's all for this week. We'll see you next week. Until then, I am the creature Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy kissy. And open-minded. Stay open-minded as well, unlike Nicole. Be more like me. Open-minded. Don't be like Nicole. Nicole's the worst. (laughs) How could this woman ever decide to wed this man?